Stampede. Garner is in 2.15, recorded 2-4-2024. You know, it's difficult to determine which topic this week's Garner Isn't Show should cover. I could talk about how to end the war in the Middle East, which appears to be expanding, or the presidential contest between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, or the war in Europe with Russia annexing part of Ukraine, or the increased concern of mainland China preventing Taiwan claiming its own sovereignty. Then again, I could talk about how our southern border in the U.S. experiencing a record number of people attempting to escape poverty and violence, risking a dangerous journey to find shelter in America. Or I shouldn't overlook how the Congress has passed another continuing resolution to delay funding of the federal government and the $34 trillion debt. Or maybe President Biden's upcoming State of the Union address in March. But then again, maybe I should give my opinion about the upcoming Super Bowl and the obsession of how all the network television stations this past football season broadcast the country's national pastime to keep the American public entertained. Or the legal gambling on the internet for sporting events producing a generation of young addicts attempting to get by with betting $5 to win 200 of course, I could talk about the potential collapse of the record new highs in the stock market, believing the economy is sound, even though the cost for nearly everything 
has risen from a transitory condition of inflation. Then again, I could mention our country selling weapons around the world to keep our military industrial companies making profits. After all, isn't war good for the economy? Then again, there's that other question of whether this country is safe from being attacked. Or maybe just America's long favorable standing in the world. I mean, I could bring up that old bugaboo again about how nuclear bombs the size of a refrigerator could be smuggled into this country and stored to be detonated at any moment's notice. But no. I think I might talk about Taylor Swift's love of football instead and her love of football players. That's what's important. Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life You were only waiting for this moment to arrive Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these sunken eyes and learn to see All your life You are only waiting for this moment to be free Blackbird fly Blackbird fly of a dark black night Blackbird fly Blackbird fly Into the light Black Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life You were only waiting For this moment to arise You were only waiting For this moment to arise You were only waiting For this moment to arise Alas, I lied to you. I'm not going to talk about Taylor Swift's love of football. It's you I'm going to talk about. You see, you've been deceived, tricked into believing that this country is the hope of the world, when in fact lots of people around the world are wondering if something is wrong in America. Well, 
Maybe there are people who still want to come to this country because they can get paid $15 an hour flipping hamburgers at McDonald's instead of barely making a few pesos a day or any other currency in the country of their origin. Or maybe they just want to become citizens of this country because they think living here is a place of law and order. Well, I'll say this. There are people here who struggle to get by having two or three jobs. And when they get old, they run the risk of being discarded like a broken toy, used up and thrown onto a junk heap. Our politicians like to say everything will be all right, and we can keep rolling along just so long as we keep consuming. But what's going to happen when we can't continue to buy what we need or want? One day, and I don't know when that day will happen, but an American president will sit behind a desk in the Oval Office of the White House and address the American people. And he's going to say, this country can't continue to consume 18 million barrels of oil each day because crude oil can't be found anymore. He'll hold up a graph showing how many barrels of oil we consume. And then he'll show a graph of how many barrels of oil are being produced. When that day happens and it's recognized there's a shortage of a vital supply of energy the American economy has relied upon for the last 100 years, you better believe the consumerist economy will tumble. I'm in the business of predicting the future, and maybe something will replace what oil did for this country for the last 100 years. But disruptions of any kind can sometimes be swift and painful. We Americans like to believe we're safe, and we can weather all sorts of adversities. But it's becoming clear every day, this country isn't what it once was.
I'm not an advocate for big oil, but maybe some people think I'm fear-mongering, that I'm running down this country. Well, I try to rely on the facts, and when it's common knowledge that this country's federal government is in debt to the tune of $34 trillion, I don't call that anything but a banana republic's economy and isn't something to be revered. If you want me to say how proud I am of this country, because our politicians have pushed us into irretrievable bankruptcy, well, sure, I'll go along with deceiving you and say how everything is going to end up all right. All you need to do is just stay home and wave an American flag, open a can of beer, and watch the Super Bowl. That way you'll think there ain't nothing better than living in these 50 states and territories. Of course, the other side of the story is that you recognize something is wrong, and you want to wave your American flag, open a can of beer, and say to yourself, so what if we owe $34 trillion of debt? Who's going to come and do anything about it? We've got the greatest military in the world, and there ain't nobody or anything going to make us pay up. Just let them come and try to take away what we like doing. Yeah, we may owe $34 trillion, but no one's going to come and tell us what we can do. After all, we're a free people, and we do whatever we want to do. Yeah, you can be convinced that everything is still good in this country, because there are more guns owned than there are people living here. Yeah, you go right ahead and wave your flag, open your can of beer, watch the Super Bowl, and caress your semi-automatic rifle, thinking nobody's going to take away anything from us. You're right. I'm just running down this country. And what I need is some friendly Fourth of July patriotic waving of old glory, being thankful I'm able to enjoy another broadcast of the Super Bowl. And of course, I should be appreciative of the fact I can put $5 down betting on the internet, and if I win my wager, I could get 200 But 
Then again, that 200 might not be worth the paper it's printed on. Well, personally, I think there's plenty to worry about. Sure, the climate is changing. And if you're of the opinion it's because of human activity, I might be in agreement with you. Of course, the speed at which it's changing, I'm not so sure about. However, maybe climate change is being used to disguise the fact that the world is running out of crude oil and can no longer be found under the Earth's surface. If it's true, there's only a finite amount of oil that was created by a dramatic and catastrophic change in the Earth's climate millions of years ago, destroying organic matter that eventually created fossil fuels like oil and coal. Well, I'm inclined to believe that science. And the natural conclusion to that is the Earth's climate is and has been for millions, if not billions of years, constantly changing. But maybe the truth is our politicians don't want to have a panic on their hands if it's recognized oil is running out. If there's a shortage of oil in this country, 
a lot of things will become valueless. Or put another way, a full-fledged depression will follow. Of course, there'll be an attempt to replace it with something else. But that'll take time and a way to rebuild a collapsed economy won't be easy. You see, if there's really climate change by human activity, building electric cars may not stop it. But if oil can no longer be found to keep combustible engines running, then you've got a guaranteed economic catastrophe. You see, climate change may be used to prevent you from seeing what really may be happening. The people who make the decisions on how this country runs aren't about to tell the American people that a financial collapse of the economy is about to happen. They want to make you shift into believing a new paradigm to lessen the threat of a full-fledged catastrophe. And maybe the truth is this. There isn't escaping what's happening, both that the Earth's climate is changing and that a financial collapse because of something else is coming. Refresh your memory, we recently ended our 20-year war in Afghanistan, spending trillions of dollars, leaving behind billions of dollars of weapons, and now we're actively involved in two wars, funding and supporting our military in the Middle East war, 
and aiding in the war in Europe with Ukraine and the Russian army. The war in the Middle East is expanding, and we're now receiving American casualties from it. Our Navy ships in the Red Sea are being attacked while protecting commercial vessels transiting to the Suez Canal. In Yemen, missiles are being fired by the Houthis, and now we've responded by bombing that country. The facts are, we're now at war with Yemen. In the country of Djibouti, located on the Horn of Africa by the Red Sea, there are several foreign military installations, including the Italians, the French, the Japanese, the U.S., and a military installation from the People's Republic of China. The Chinese government may consider its responsibility on the Horn of Africa as an effort to provide protection for shipping in the Red Sea. But that obligation may rapidly change if, for any reason, there's a conflict in the Far East in the Taiwan Straits regarding U.S. naval vessels and the Chinese military for the right of Taiwan's sovereignty. That's not to mention the U.S. attacking daily targets protecting American troops in Syria and Iraq. And of course, our assistance for Israel, supplying them with weapons and information to prosecute the war against Hamas in the Gaza Strip, and in Israel's northern border with Hezbollah in Lebanon and Syria. Now, I won't attempt to guess our military strategy in both the Middle East, Europe, and the Far East with Taiwan, but I will say this, it looks like a worldwide war is shaping up. And one thing I can predict is this, you can't run a war economy and a domestic economy without there being inflation and possible shortages of consumer goods. Our Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury have stated the recent spike of inflation is transitory. And in that, I'm in agreement. It is transitory because this country is about to experience much higher inflation and perhaps threats to our own homeland.
So this week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Tina Turner singing a cut from I Can't Stand the Rain, a 1984 release. Then from the Beatles' 1968 White Album, Blackbird, a remastered recording, followed by a cut of Sunshine of Your Love by Cream, a 1967 release. Then from Albert Ammons, recording Shout for Joy, a 78 RPM 1944 work. Next was a cut of Hannah Williams and the Affirmatives, 2019 recording 50-Foot Woman. And to close, The Clannad, I Will Find You, from the movie The Last of the Mohicans. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.